Good morning, guys. Uh, this is going to be a solo ripper. I'm just sitting here at my house. It's 5.50. I'm going to run out into the garage and do a workout here shortly. But um, just wanted to kind of talk to you guys about leveling up. And if you don't know what I mean when I say leveling up, that's just taking your existing skill set where you sit as a photographer as a filmmaker, as a human being, whatever it may be, and finding the next level up of existence, of performance, of just getting better, of progress. And, um, you know, I don't know the exact quotes, but, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, there's a lot to be said about um, if you're not constantly growing, you're just dying. Like, and that's so true, um, just across the spectrum in life. It's like, if you're stagnant, if you're not constantly trying to grow, even in old age, you're literally dying. And it's so relevant when it comes to the craft of photography or film. If you're not constantly trying to grow in that space, other people are passing you up, you know, and that's, that's just the reality of it. And so... You have to sit back and objectively look at what it is you want to do with the craft, photography, of film, whatever it is. If you want to be any good at it, you're going to have to consistently level up. And, you know, that's a tough thing to do. It's just like being in the gym. You know, I like to work out for a lot of different reasons. Not everybody does, but it's kind of an easy correlation of if you want to go into the gym get better endurance, get big, bigger muscles, whatever it is, you have to find that pain threshold of where your current standard is and you have to push past it and it's going to suck. But in your head, like you have to relish finding that zone. You have to relish finding the suck. And for photography, for film, it's, it's definitely harder to figure out where that zone exists and what you need to do to, to get better and to level up because it's not a pain thing. Uh, it's more of a thoughtfulness. It's more of a, a criticism of your own work. You know, my job at, at Stone Glacier is the director of content, and I work with a handful of really talented photographers, and it's definitely difficult because I, I have my expectations of what I think their talent level is. And I have to find ways to, you know, give them critical feedback without, you know, hurting someone's feelings or ego. And that's part of just being a leader. But that same mentality I have to apply to my own work, you know, of, yeah, I got some great photos or, yeah, I got some great video. But, like, where did I not do well like what are the things that I'm still struggling with and and focusing on those and then you know there's there's a lot of ways to level up I think personal projects is a really good way to do that um, I don't care how busy you are if you are just in the rhythm of shooting for clients and that's all you do it's going to be really tough to progress you definitely can do it it's not that you can't but the personal projects really allow your brain to kind of like get outside that not 
box of normalcy of like routine and try something different. And even if you fail, I mean, failure is the best way to learn. You know, if everything was successful, I mean, we'd be perfect. So failure is fine. But I mean, if if you never have a personal project, how how do you really like test the limits of what you're capable of? Because with a client, like, let's say I have a five-day shoot. I'm going to go shoot a lot of shots and document a hunt in a way that I know is going to be very valuable to the client. But the majority of my time is not going to be spent on trying to get a very unique image that I'm excited about that I think would really, like, define my effort on this hunt and like my vision as a photographer or a filmer. So if you don't ever do a personal project, you know, even if it's just one a year, it's like, it's a little bit tough. You know, like you don't want to like fall flat on your face for a client because you wanted to try to get one heater that you had dreamed up in your head. You know, like right now I'm, I'm working on a personal project for my buddy, Brad. I filmed his hunt and it's not for a client, this film. Like I just wanted to do it as a surprise for him like he knows i shot some video clips but i haven't told him that like yo i documented this awesome experience and this hunt that we had and like i'm gonna make a cool film and within that i get to try some things i get to you know provide something to someone that's outside of the realm of getting paid you know and i think that's just a healthy thing for your brain to do so you know um, think about ways, think about where you're at in the progression of your craft and how you can get better. Because I know for myself, it's like early on, I was hella hungry all the time. Like I was just like a pit bull that just was like leashed up and just like wanting to like eat the world. And, um, as you start to have success and I mean, you see it everywhere. It's like, People get their first photo, share, you know, published or used by someone and they, they share it. And it's like, oh, my God, you know, but it's like as you become a photographer, you realize it doesn't mean diddly squat. And like I need to live in my own channel of does this make me happy? Because if you care about other people's opinion like you're not an artist you're not like truly utilizing your potential and your talents because like photography and film is art like it is it's the it's a vision that you have in your head that you're sharing with the world just like someone would take a canvas and paint a picture you're just doing it with a tool that just froze a moment in time or for film you know it showed that moment so remember that but my point being is that as you start to get success, sometimes it's easy to sit back on, you know, your haunches and just kind of cruise. And that's okay. Like, that's natural. Not everybody's just going to be, like, full-blown. I got to progress. Got to progress. But as you get more experienced, it, it's definitely tough to be thoughtful about how do I get better and, like, having the right mentality. And, you know, I think... I do a lot of things. My whole life is kind of almost 
revolves around just hard things because if you're not doing hard things, it's going to be tough to tackle this idea of progression because progression is hard. You know, like hunting the way that I hunt in a lot of aspects is hard. Documenting certain hunts in freaking snow and sleeping out on the mountain and packing a 65-pound pack around, that's hard. You know, waking up on my off week when I'm actually home and working out four times this week in my garage, it's 32 degrees at 5.30 a.m., 6 a.m., whatever it is before work, like, it's not easy. I'd rather be in bed. So if you can incorporate little things into your life to help your progression, whatever that may be, um, it's just going to help you out a lot. And I, I just see a lot of photographers, both that I work with and that I don't work with, that they're not hungry for it. And, you know, um, Andy Frisella, he's a guy that I listen to occasionally. And, I mean, he's constantly beating that drum of, like, business in the business sense, right? Like, COVID and all these things are kind of scary and people are, like, pulling back. And it's like, if you want to win, if you want to be the best, like, you got to constantly be pushing. you got to constantly be aggressive, and I guess I just want to, you know, sit down and remind people that, like, dude, you got to be hungry. You got to be willing to go out and just try your hardest day after day and do what other people are unwilling to do. You know, anytime anyone asks me how I got to where I got, which I don't feel like I've even gotten close to what my potential is or where I want to be, it's not because I'm extraordinarily skilled. I didn't you know, come out of the womb with a camera in my hand. It's I was literally willing to put in the work over time that other people didn't want to do. I was willing to make sacrifices of partying or hanging out with my friends to go shoot a hunt. I'm willing to sacrifice my own hunting time to be on someone else's hunt and fully immersed in capturing that. Um, sacrifices pretty essential I mean regardless of what you're trying to be good at so you know um, just be thoughtful be thoughtful about what it is you do why you're doing it and you know constantly be trying to come back to that and think about it and you know another thing that I've found in, in leveling up is it's pretty hard to level up if there's no goals you know, as cheesy as it sounds, it's like there is, is, I'm sure if you studied it, and there's probably freaking studies, that if you write a goal down on paper, you're more likely to actually achieve it. <clears throat> you know, I, in my head, I can say, yo, I want to be the best. Okay, great. Like, there's some steps that are going to be necessary to get you there. So what the hell do you need to do? You know, like, and I'm fully guilty of this you know when I wanted to buy my house I set goals for myself because it needed a level of work ethic to make enough income to buy a home in Bozeman now that I have my house you know the last two years like you know and I've been working at Stone Glacier pouring a lot of my energy into that like I definitely have lost setting goals for myself and like I realized it because I've introspectively looked at my life and what it is I'm doing both at work and on a personal level. It's like, whoa, like 
all right, like that was cool. I got to rest for a little bit basically, but like, let's get back on the horse. And for 2022, like what are the things I want to do? Because time flies by you guys. If you're not focused on a goal or on what it is you're trying to do with your time, it's easy to kind of just like float through life a little bit. And you know, I'm going to be turning 35 here and, um, I think my life has been awesome. I don't really have any regrets or I wouldn't change anything, but it's like, it is a point where it's like, I'm moving in on 40, which is great. Like, I, I mean, I feel like I'm 28 still, but it's like, there's probably some things that I want to do to set myself up for 40 and, and on in life that actually take some dedication and some thought to achieve. Like you don't, get really anywhere significant in life without consciously thinking about it. So whether it's personal, whether it's photography, just think about where you're at. Think about how you can level up. Um, put some shit on paper, you know? And like I said earlier, photography and film, it's, it's art, right? Like it's an artistic vision. So it's not, there's not a standard that we can measure everyone against. But if you do not have a competitive mindset, it's going to be really tough to truly be successful at this. And, and my competitive mindset is not that I want to be better than someone or better than everybody else. It's that I love doing this. I want to be good at this. And I need to view what other people are doing out there and try to size myself up of like, whoa, like this dude's making sick edits. He's progressed really fast or he's on a trajectory that's X and like maybe I, I'm not trying or maybe I'm not thinking about this right. Like competitive in the sense of like seeing what other guys are doing that are, are of the same mindset of I'm going to be really, really good at this because you definitely can lose track of like where you're going or like how fast you're getting there. And so you need to be able to eye up other people's work and, and judge yourself against it. Right. And like the way that people create imagery or films is going to be different, right? Like a short ad piece all filmed in like a, studio is going to be a lot different from a short ad piece that's filmed on a hunt on a backpack hunt in the mountains like it's not a comparable apples to apples but the way that clips are cut together or the way that photos are presented or the way that a caption and a narrative is you know woven around one image like there's definitely different levels to it and you need to have a competitive mindset to figure out what level you're on and what level you want to get to. So, um, you know, the next couple months are a good chance to just kind of start thinking about it. You know, the new year doesn't mean shit really, but it is a good mental reset for a lot of people. Cause it's like new calendar year. You know, it's like in golf when I, <laughs> there's the front nine and the back nine and like, you may have a crappy front nine, but for whatever reason, that mental little reset, when you went to the 10th tee, had the back nine, you know, it did something for you and 
changing calendar years does the same thing. So if you're not going to level up today, at least start thinking about how you could level up. Where are you at as a photographer? Go look at your galleries critically. Look at how you use your equipment. Am I only shooting with one camera body? Should I be shooting with two? You know, that's something that I got complacent with and shot with one. And I still will shoot certain shoots with one camera body. But how are you really going to crush the opportunity of documenting all the sick things that you see on a hunt if you're only rolling one camera body? Like, it's a lot harder. You're changing lenses a lot more often. Like, now I can roll with kind of a specialty lens, a lens that I want to try to shoot some certain images with. And that's always on my body. And then maybe I have just like a, a zoom or something else that's like, all right, this is going to allow me to capture a lot of the hunt in a, you know, fast way. Like I need to do X and then Y is me trying to maybe hit a home run here with, let's say I got a long prime and then maybe I have a wide prime. Like I'm covering my bases pretty well there where if I'm just rolling like a hundred, you know, prime, that's pretty tough to document a hunt super well. It's like, you gotta be back away from your subject a ways to really utilize that. And like in a hunting scenario, you kind of have to be up on your subject for a lot of it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what, what we got here. Let's see. Oh, wow. We went way past 10 minutes, but, um, yeah, hopefully there'll be a little bit more podcasting. Um, now that hunting season's getting closer to the end. Um, Drake and I are just, we're busy out working. We're in the field. Fall's busy time of the year. So we apologize that we haven't stayed on top of this. We definitely do want to continue to provide you guys with a lot of information. And it's cool to still see students, students signing up and just being stoked on the course that we have out there. Um, so if you guys are on the fence, again, we're moving into a new year here soon. And if you're thinking about really doing this you know i would say that part of leveling up if you have just a minimum experience and you're like i want to do it would honestly be taking our course because it's just going to give you those tools like we've said a thousand times that are going to allow you to mentally view this as a career know how to approach a client right know how to manage that relationship have those communications you know, the photography, the skill set, that's up to you to level up. But but signing up for our course is going to just give you that leaps and bounds ahead as far as business, clients, approaching brands, all the things that actually bring a paying gig into your territory of like what you get to tackle for the year. So keep that in mind. If you guys have questions, hit me up on Instagram, hit Drake up on Instagram. Um, it's probably the easiest way to get a hold of us. And, um, Hopefully you guys are having an awesome fall. Good luck out there if you have more hunts. And, um, yeah, as Andy Fristella says, stay hard. <laughs> Peace.